Hello. Hey, man. How are you? Good, good. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. What time is it there? It is four minutes past three in the afternoon. Oh, that's not bad. I think, yeah, what I about think you? It, well, it's, uh, it's damn early. It's uh, nine o'clock in the morning. Wow, you're keen. <laughs> <laughs> you know... I have to start off with a, just a weird thing. So last for the last week, I've had a hard time sleeping. So uh-huh. I decided to take a sleeping aid last night just to help take the edge off my brain. And yep. anytime I take these things, I crash so hard that I sleep with my mouth open and I wake up in the morning and that punching bag in the back of my throat is laying on my tongue. <laughs> Have you ever had that happen to you? Has that ever happened to you? No, but I always found that when I would travel to the US and if I took, um, is it, uh, what's the, um, it's like a sleep aid that you can get there just over the counter. Melatonin? Melatonin. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I would take that and it would knock me out pretty much. But yeah, then I'd wake up and I just feel like my head's full of cotton wool i'd be all fuzzy for for like a couple of hours but not the punching bag thing but i said that <laughs> <laughs> well i it freaked me out this happened a lot to me so at one point i went to the doctor and they just told me that i slept with my mouth open and my nose must have been stuffed but it's just that i power sleep and you just keep sucking in there and blowing out air over that thing and I, i'm not lying to you man it's it's four inches long it's horrible man it's like i couldn't brush my teeth because i'll throw up you know what i mean like but it takes about four hours and goes away but it's it's just like not a great way to start the clown's day let's just say that okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, how are you doing I'm all right, man. You know, it's such strange times that um, I'm trying to stay sane and aware at the same time. And those two things feel very at odds with each other at times, I think. I, I you know think, what I mean? Well, when I knew I was going to talk to you, there's so many things I want to talk to you about specifically. And before we get off uh-huh. the phone, we're, we're definitely going to talk about some painting for sure. Um, nice. and, and, and I definitely, you know, it'd be fair to have you tell everyone a little bit about yourself. So they, you know, they have a little bit of insight, but I was really excited. I'm not too excited to talk to very many people, including my family or anybody at the fishing hole about what's going on because, because, you know, I have a much different insight on it and i tend to get in trouble by speaking and uh so i try to stay aware and i try to stay above ground just like you said uh so i I knew this was going to happen when we were going to talk and you know normally i just i want to try and shed some light on some other things bring some uh sunlight into it you know but 
Yeah, yeah, we for do, sure. We, but we do have to, you know, it, we have to, we have to give into our reality. So, you know, go yeah. go into a little bit. How, how I have a lot of friends over there. Obviously, you know, I have a band member over there, and you know, how's it yeah. going over the pond? How's what's what's it like? What's going on? Um, I believe that the that the sentiment is being felt worldwide about what's going on, and and the UK is obviously no different. It's good to see that there's um, protests going on all over the world, um, even though the US is obviously the catalyst for it. But um, but yeah, I, I know what you mean, man. I, I I don't want to get into it too much either because it just feels like I I find that I've spent so much time recently staring into my phone, and I, to be honest, I'm guilty of that a lot of the time anyway, as um as a lot of people are because that this is our world right now. That's our reality. But um, but I I find the more I've been doing it, it's become like a compulsion, and and I have this feeling of dread when I spend too much time. And it's and I and I I want to be aware, obviously, and, and you need to be aware of everything that's going on. But at the same time, it, it's it's a it's a really heavy, bad energy, and and it's it's a, um, I realise that that's a very privileged thing to say. Well, um. But yeah, it's 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 a scary world we live in at times, and and it just feels like a lot of things have come together at one moment, and it's made this kind of truly historical moment, you know. I think um, <clears throat> I I agree. I've always felt one thing that's special about life. I don't think any of us have never thought that we weren't in our own movie. You know, like what is going on yep. with this movie I'm in, right? So. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> ever since I was a little kid, pardon me, ever since I was a little kid, uh, I always thought, well, whenever the end is and whatever the end ends up being, it would be nice to see mm-hmm. it with my own eyes, you know, because yeah. it's not fair to live out the movie and then just something, some circumstantial random event in a blink of an eye, all things worth are now you know, zero flatline, just gone. And mm. I, I find it interesting that everything's adding up at, at one moment, uh, such, you know, that, you know, some things will lend to other things, you know, there's a waterfall yeah. effect and, and there's all kinds of things, but there's so much going on. No one could ever put the finger on exactly as far as the, the virus goes. It's simple. It's a virus. It looks for a host. It wants to duplicate. I mean, it's mm. it's really that simple. It's it doesn't get mm. it doesn't get really much more than that. You can look it up in a dictionary, and it's just boom. It's just a simple yeah. organism doing very complex things. And uh, I always believe that we think we're so damn smart, and we're not. So that's just that. No, I was going to say that's a metaphor for life in general, really. Yeah. So yeah, it is interesting how so many things at one time can affect, you know, us. And it's, uh, it's very, 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 very difficult, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, um, yeah, I, I, like I said, I I think everybody, I've I've spoken to so many people and, and, uh, aside from, from the two things we're mentioning, you know, the fallout of, the viruses that obviously like live music scene has been decimated 
and it means that there's so many people sat at home that are, and and, then, and you know i'm saying this from from my perspective but this affects all all careers pretty much that everybody is, is in this position where they, they don't know if, if they're going to have work you know they're, they're worrying about their paychecks and and it's um it feels like everything's coming to a head and it, and it seems like um like the the issue of mental health is really um really really um coming to the fore as well but um but that said um i'm also trying to balance that out with with things that i really find beautiful and, and make my life feel um lighter if you know what i mean so yeah yeah doing a lot of so, art, so making music spending time with my family and calling him and checking up with friends and you know so all that stuff aside that we know that's at our front door <clears throat> and it's very mm. it is very um i usually don't touch any of it because it's so difficult uh to try and communicate it in a manner that you don't get screamed at have a comment that wants to destroy your life and cut your head off and tell you you're ignorant and you don't know what you're talking about so it's like you know, you have yeah. to, we kind of have to experience these things for, on our own merit, which I'm happy to do and not share it with anyone. You know, so I try not, you know, we touched a little bit. Yeah. And it's just so hard to touch on it right now because there's so much going on. So on the yeah. other end, you know, these things that bring you light and love and happiness, what what are, you, you said what they are, but, it, you know, expanded in some of those things. So what are you currently yeah. doing for yourself to kill time? in a positive way yeah because that's the problem isn't it like i was talking with a friend of mine who's a tattooist the other day and he's, he's a he's a um an artist and a, and a tattooist and, and it's funny we were talking about the whole situation where he he's constantly working as, as are all of us right we, we've all got like so many different things going on in our lives as, as you you know a testament to there's so many facets to everything that, that most people are doing these days and um and he's and he was saying to me yeah you know all i've been looking forward to was like thinking that i need to have this sort of hiatus or sabbatical away from from my work and everything so that i've just got this time to focus on doing the things that, that i really want to do and achieve and, and make art in this way and, and all this stuff and he said, "I've had ten weeks, and, I, and I've done nothing." And, and I was, and it's true. It's, it's a tough one, man, because I, I feel that, um, you know, we're always trying to trying to be productive, and and um, for whatever reason you want to look at, there's a bigger picture to that. But you know, you you try and be creative, and and uh, you can just say just keeping yourself happy or keeping yourself sane. But but that you know what it's like when you're. Um, in the creative field, you're, you're driven and it's, it becomes a compulsion. So it's almost like you don't really have that much of a choice about it. You, you kind of, it's a bit like white water rafting. Do you know what I mean? When, when you've yeah. got a, a creative drive, you're just, you're just hurtling along and you're, and you're trying to, you know, stick the oar in once in a while and, and make sure you're going in a, in a, in a safe direction or, or try and achieve the things that you want to do. But those things, you know, as you said, you know, if you can't sleep, it's, it's what these, these can be the things that can keep you up at night as well. Just like with your mind racing over stuff that a lot of people would just be like, well, that's, 
why why are you even thinking about that? It's crazy. But um but that's just the nature of 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 you know, making art or or being a, a writer or um, a photographer or a, a songwriter, or, you know, I, I think that's just how it is. Um, so I've been trying to trying to use my time productively, and I've I've been um, painting loads, and uh, you know, as as you and I have discussed in the past, I would I I do this thing where um, when I see people and, and I hang out, I, I always try and take a few reference photos of people because I really like painting portraits, and I, I find that it's that's how I'm kind of practicing painting to get better at stuff. I find portraits can be, is the easiest way for me to do that. So I'm always taking photos of people that, um, that I use just as reference for, for these, this sort of style of portrait that I kind of found myself settling into. So I've been going through folders of photos and, and just painting people and, and yeah, just trying to get better at it and, and develop a style, I guess. But I, do you paint every day? Do you paint yeah, every day right to. now? Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to. Um, so, yeah, I feel, you know, it's like there, uh, you, there's those moments where you, I can spend all day on, on something and I'll get super lost in the moment of making it. And I'll be like, yeah, this is this is great. And then you, you kind of either step back at the end of it or come in the next morning and walk into the studio and just go, ah. Garbage. We all do that. We all yeah. we should all know that that's just uh I had I was lucky <clears throat> I had that conversation with Rick Rubin once long, long ago, and uh hmm. he, he was letting me know that I I I had a gift of being able to commit that I was really you know, I was really good at going okay let's go with this and and it's yeah. because when i was younger i would you know want to blow my head off of having to make decisions or can it be better mm. or these kinds of things but sooner or later i was like that one's got to go because that one we all have and it ain't ever going to go away and there's not enough time in my lifetime to make anything the way i really want to make it anyway so just go let yeah. that one go, right? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that's that's uh I mean any, any kind of aesthetic sensibility is is knowing knowing the point to finish, I guess, and, and well not finish, like walk away and just go, Okay, that's that's it is what it is. It's mate this is this is what, what was gonna come out and you've got to learn to love it or uh or just like not beat yourself up if you don't love it, I guess. That's, that's yeah, I always it, thought I think. I think I, we were speaking about that and doing that because I was doing some vocals and, you know, I don't pretend to be like a singer, but I always feel like I might have a mood in me that might descri describe an area within an arrangement and it calls to me and, and it's, it's blatant that I have to do it, but I'm not trying to sing in these kinds of things. And, but when I hear myself being recorded back, you know, I could sit there for a million years trying to get it to be something that I think and never being good enough. But in reality, like the engineer, the producer was like, that was great. And, you know, they're not in my head listening to myself. So I got to trust them, you know. So yeah. I just got to the yeah, point cool. where 
I would try, try, and if they're like, man, that was awesome, I just have to shut those voices off in my head and um, say, you know, let's have a little trust with these other artists, you know, that are telling me they like that. So maybe other people may like it. I don't like it, but whatever, I got to learn to like it, something like that. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because you, you've always struck me as being the guy in the band that, that is the, is the guy that's kind of stood at the helm of the ship, like directing things and going, this is, you know, this is the big picture of where we're going. And it's, it's interesting to hear you say that, that you've had, that you have those same as everyone else, because you seem, you know, to have so much focus with everything that you're doing. Well, I have my, um, I, I'm lucky because I'm aloof, you know, I, I'm a leader in the sense of like, I love to encourage, you know, that excites me. You know, I've Mm. spent a lot of years in the last uh, five years trying to try to really helping my own mind out. Am I, am I a musician? Am I a performer? What exactly do I do within, you know, Slipknot? What do I do? And anymore, you do all those things. Yeah, I mean, I, I I realized that I did them all, but like, I I wanted to hone in for myself. I I picture myself in a wheelchair in an old folks' home, and some young kids mopping the floor, and sits down and is like, "Tell me a story," and I'm like, "Well, you know, like." <clears throat> so, I find I kind of fancy myself a performer mostly because, you know, I'm a magician and I'm throwing shapes. And I I don't get to play all the time within the songs, you know? So it's like, ah, that percentage of playing goes down a little bit because I'm not playing every measure, the whole song. But, you know, like I do do them both, but <clears throat> the performing, I take very serious. Like every action, every movement, yeah. the way I look at people, everything is like a, a, a sort of an instrument, you know? So it's... Yeah, those intense so many guys in the band too, man, you know, you have to learn, you know, it's definitely a crazy but, deep river slip knot, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But then that's, the, um, that's the trick anyway, isn't it? Finding, finding the space and, and being able to make, um, adjustments and, and movements and, and contributions within that space that, that complements and, and elevates anything, right? Rather than yeah, just... Yeah, compliments, um, because especially. I think, I think when... Yeah, but I mean, you know, when, when we were kids, I think the thing is, when you first start playing music or you, or anything like that, you just want to go shit or bust with everything, you know? And it that, that's something that you, that you just get as you as you mature, I guess, is, is learning that you don't have to do everything at once, you know. It's the spaces in the song sometimes that, that, that make the song great. And, um, yeah, yeah, I think that's... Well, I, th- I think that philosophy there, what you just said, <clears throat> that applies to almost, it's almost everything I do, you know. I mean, it's the, yeah. it's the space and the time and... And um, I I like to get away, man. You know, I like I like to get away. When this when this all started, there were so many people in my life where, where they were like, "Well, this isn't going to affect you, man. You know, you're gonna you can make art." And 
secretly in my head, I was like, wow, that's exactly what I'm not going to do. I am not going to make art for anybody, including myself. I'm going to take a good look at what's going on and I'm going to figure something else out. So for me, I started a garden like uh, 94 days ago. I started a garden. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just something that I've been wanting to get to. But uh, I agree with you. The space complementing each other. I'm finding in my garden, I'm putting, I'm learning that some plants that you would think that would never be good next to each other are actually really good for each other and the whole garden. So um, complementing and music and the job force, society, cultural settings. I mean, it's how do we complement? Maybe that's a lot of the problems right now. No one wants to compliment anybody. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe we just want to be recognized, all of us first, before we can start complimenting again. I don't know. I'm not trying to talk. I think about that. It, well, yeah, I think I think you're right because it does feel now that we're in this culture that we're, where it is just, you know, everybody's trying to live two lives. That that there's there's this online life where everybody's trying to project a persona, um, and then and then there's real life, and and it's almost like we're being told that like a lot of like kids are now being must feel that they've got to project this kind of falsehood about themselves to have any kind of self-worth and i think that um it's a it's really bad man well look at it this way it can hmm. look look at this way i'm 50 years old okay i've seen Mm -hmm. all this come in i was there before it started, <clears throat> before, you know, all the heads came up with their fancy ideas and got their algorithms going and start mm-hmm. getting in there and, you know, made it all monetary, 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 buy, 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 sell, 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 right? So yeah. remember when it remember when it was when kids were just getting apps and they didn't know they were buying them and parents were like, what the hell? I got a hundred dollar <laughs> bill for a, remember that's how it all started with some crap yeah. like that. Here's the facts. Here's the facts. This is the bottom line. You and I were on our way out, so we don't need to worry about what's going to be. But I can tell you what's going to be. All of life will be involved directly around that cancer in your hand and we've seen it now we've seen it coming we all talk about there isn't a single person i don't watch people glorify the fact oh my god i love my phone you always hear the other like oh i go to dinner everyone's on the phone i hate it can't get off this thing i don't know what i'm doing everyone talks about it so i doubt i really doubt it's going to change because the youngins are running the companies and they're doing the legwork to get ahead. So the big boys yeah. are telling the little boys, do all this and we'll let you be big boys. So the bad work's always going to be done. The bad work is a grind. And the big yeah. boys got little boys doing grinds. And you and me, man, you we, know, just gotta shut them, yeah. we just got to shut them off, man. We just got to get rid of them. I go to a flip phone about every six months. Until yeah, I get that's, that's really a, yelled at small. by a lot of people, I get yelled <laughs> at, and then I'll go back yeah. and I'll refresh, I'll yeah. reboot. Okay, but that—that's a true statement because this, I—I want to do more things, and I find that this thing takes up a lot of my time. And you know what? It's, oh, it's a time vampire for sure. You know what? Yeah. What do you yeah. do? I—I I, I have a plant 
I have an app. I can take a picture of any plant, and it tells me. Not only does it tell me, it tells me what to do, where it's from, the fruit, all, all of it. Is it poisonous? I love that. Same thing with a fish app. Then there's some games. I love World of Warcraft. You know, I like yeah. to go on eBay and just look. I like to – I love YouTube and learn how to chip wood or what wood splitter should I buy. But yeah. there's an opposite that goes with all of that that makes it an absolute nightmare. So what, what yeah. keeps you up? What what do you spend a lot of time on? <clears throat> well, I'm, I, well, I'm trying to read more, but I found recently that I, that I need to just – like put my phone in a drawer and ignore it otherwise i'll sit down especially at night i always read at night um and uh yeah i'll, I'll pick up a book that i'm trying to work my way through and, and then i'll look at my phone for a split second because like i'll have got a message or something and the next thing i know an hour's passed or whatever and i, and I haven't read a thing and it's um it's, well question I mean, that's the way, that's the way it's built that message? You know? yeah question how huh? important is that message well, exactly. interrupted you from your put your your positive potential and all the time let's say you've done that 10 times 10 times mm. you sat down and you've gone to read a book you got going you read the phone now an hour's gone by you're not even going to read the book how many times did you really need to do it out of those 10 times was there ever an urgency that bettered your life your career your family your pocketbook or whatever did any of them no ever... it's the opposite well there's your answer now yeah, tonight, I know, I, read the book and be done with it. That's what we have to do. I'm just saying, you, we're the same. I'm, I I do the same shit, man. I yesterday, I had all this garden stuff, man. The butterflies were out. I was amazed. All these gardener snakes were everywhere. I'm just trying to open my heart hmm. to nature. Just trying to open yeah. my heart to the wind, to the birds, to the sky. Things I don't normally just sit back and like try to handle. And yeah. Next thing you know, it's one call after another. And I told all those people, I'm like, wow, I'm really trying to get an hour to myself. And it's a magical hour, and I'm getting hit. You guys must get me done at this time. So guess what? I'm out on this time. Tomorrow at this time, you won't be able to get a hold of me because I've caught on that this is when you get a hold of me. So it's a yeah. nightmare, man. You know, you know it's like eight, eight you know, people. You know the ironic thing is, the book that I was reading um, that I finished recently was—it's um, about that. It's about that whole thing, and um, it's crazy. It's an amazing book, actually. You'd really like it, I think. It's called Team Human. You read that? Okay. It's like with Douglas Ruskoff. Okay. It's um, yeah, it's Try amazing. It. But yeah, one of one of the things that it's saying in it is is the way that um, you know, you were saying about algorithms and, and hooking people and and the way that they work is is yeah. It's just, the scary thing about the future is the sense that um, all these um, algorithms and and the incoming AI that's getting programmed, it's being programmed by people that are looking at it in a purely extractive way. That people are, you know, here's the value of people to us, to our, you know, to our app or to our platform. Our value, we value people because they give us time and then we can sell them ads and we can mine them for data. Now it's it's like if you're raising a kid, if you're if you're raising a kid from birth and you're saying the only good thing, the only thing people are good for is giving you stuff that we want, you know, giving you information, like giving away their secrets, letting us know 
what's that kid going to be like by the time it's 20? He's going to be an absolute sociopath. So this is how this is how we're programming algorithms and AI at the moment is to view people as as just a means to an end, and that's that's a scary thing, I think. And I think that's why why they're so smart and why and why we become hooked on these things because it is that little dopamine hit. Ah, oh, you you want to see this? You want to see this? You want to see this? You know? But and uh, but remember one thing. Remember one thing. Choice. Choice. Yeah. So if you take it deep. And you look at like Republicans and Democrats and liberals and all these people that stand up for different things. If you were to look at all the states in North America, you know, you'd say, oh, this one's hardcore this way. And this one's hardcore this way. and This one's hardcore this way. Eventually, man, when the grind gets too much and the human is no longer human because it's a program, that's when hmm. people stand up and take baseball bats and smash satellites because we have a choice we have a choice i don't need to pay netflix you know what i mean i i love yeah. to be the one i love to be the one termite that stands up and goes hi watch this smash look at me i'm on yeah. a motorcycle riding riding dirt no app can help me with that no carrier yeah. can do anything for that eventually if we're smart hopefully we'll all stand up and, you know, we'll, we'll recognize that we need space and that space is fake space and we need real space. You know, we need to walk on a path. And, you know, I yeah. don't know if it's going to happen, man, because I see them. I see the cattle. Wow. You know, wow. They just mm. the ones who aren't thinking, man, they're in. They're in and they're locked and they're had. You know, everything in their garage is bought in that way. The car they bought, the clothes they bought, they're but then if, Yeah, but then we might just be like a couple of old guys saying, oh, it's because of this and it's because of that. But <laughs> then people have been like that. You know, people have been like that for centuries. Oh, hey, man, my dad, to, my dad I, was I, like... But, it's, but it's, not, it's more exploited, I think. That's, that's the difference. No, you, you look, you're, look, that's why I don't talk about anything because in the reality... When I was dating my wife, she had a nose earring, and my dad would be like, what's up with that nose earring? And I'd be like, man, you're from some old generation of bullshit. Just get off it. It's an earring in the nose. Yeah. I'm like, go look at tribes anywhere in the world, bro. And my dad's like, Ugh. But he loved my wife. And now I think about it like I'm that old cliche man going <laughs> – so, nah, bad. You're good. I was unjustified. We're not quite, you know. We're we're yeah. all, we're, all <laughs> we're all pushing it forward. It's all good. <laughs> Trying to, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm. Yeah. Everyone's talking to me about, you know, well, when are you gonna be able to get out and tour? I'm like, hey, man, we might never tour again, just because, just because everything opens up for touring doesn't mean parents are gonna let their kids go, and it doesn't mean those kids who have a consciousness and can think for themselves want to come. Because maybe they're scared yeah. of getting sick because of group activity. I mean, there's a lot more than people just telling me I can go fucking tour. I mean, there's a yeah, lot. Of, I hear that. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of other things. And, you know, we don't want to put anybody in danger. And, mm. you know, everything is going video and, you know, people are trying to do more stuff. But if I have, if I go online one more time and see some celebrity try to tell me how to cook a sandwich, I'm going to quit <laughs> eating. I'm dead serious. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. No one has anything to do, so they're going to tell me how to cook. They don't yeah, cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
people bring them yeah. food. They want to tell me, they're going, hey, <laughs> we're going to do some French fries. The first thing you do is you open the bag. Shut up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> ugh. It's like, get creative. Do something, man. So yeah. have you been, uh, yeah. you been writing any and doing anything like that? Uh, well, music. Yeah, I've been, no, I've you been know, writing, writing bit, music but... or just writing your thoughts on paper. Have you extended the um, palette of art? Yeah, I do a little bit, but um, I find that because I've started heading down this sort of path in the last sort of five years with painting, that um, that I've been doing that a lot more, and um, and any kind of uh sort of writing that I do generally now has started ending up in the in the paintings. Like I'll, yep. I'll write all over them. <laughs> it used to be when do you start painting? I mean, I always have, but I mean, that's what I studied. I went to, I went to art school and stuff, but, um, but, but for me, the thing was when I was at school, I, I the, the two things that I enjoyed and was, was, you know, half decent at was, was visual art and, and music. Not so much that I was good at music. It's just that it was something I was really passionate about. But um, but I was always told that well neither of those are viable options for careers, um, and they were right. <laughs> but but I I realised that um, something that I could probably do and try and make a living from was, was to do art or graphics, and so that's what I went away and studied. And, and the whole plan for me was because I was so obsessed with music, I was going to be like, oh, I'll just do album covers for bands that I love. And, and that's how I'll be sort of connected to both those worlds. And I was still playing in like, like punk bands and hardcore bands and stuff. But that, that was just, you know, that was just me playing music with my mates. But um, but then I ended up having these these weird sort of events keep happening where um, I got asked by a group of friends that were, you know, they were part of some hardcore thing with me, and they they said that I do some artworks for their album. And we started hanging out more and I did the artwork for their record and then their bass player left and they asked me to join their band. So so I did that and, and you know, we were signed to Roadrunner and stuff. And and I did that for a minute and then that band sort of finished and so I was like, Okay, well I'll, I'll go back to doing artwork again and then and then I met up with this other band with the intention of doing their artwork for their first album. And they were signed to Warner's and we hung out and we just spoke about music all day. And they were like, By the way, our bass player is getting ready to leave. Do you want to join our band? So it happened a second time, and then I I did that for. I mean, I was in that band for like ten years, I guess. Eight, yeah, eight to ten years, and you know, we did like a bunch of albums on Warner's and, and toured a bunch. So in that whole period, I, I didn't do an awful lot of art, and then in the last, I guess, six, seven, eight—I don't know—time for me is always a bit hazy, but you know, in the recent years. Um, uh, my Pro Tools rig broke at home so, and I was going crazy. I had to do something. So I decided I would just start drawing again and um, and then kind of fell into that and just have, have been kind of going down that path since then. And, and it's, I look back at a lot of stuff that I was, was first doing and I'm like, oh, you know, that was, that was garbage. But I'm, I'm getting there slowly, I think. And I enjoy it. It doesn't really matter at this point as, I love your style, man. I love uh I Thanks, totally man. love your style. It's uh it's got a lot of feeling in it. It's totally great. Love it. Thanks. What was the name of the band? Yeah. Ten years touring. What? 
What was the name of that band? Uh, they were just called A. It was just a little move. A? Yeah. yeah, A. Oh. That's um, pretty great. Yeah. yeah. Great. Great idea. Like, like, this was clearly pre-anyone trying to Google anything. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, but that, that was cool, you know. Like, I, I look back on that time and, you know, I got to see the world and, and I got to play shows with bands that I, like, was obsessed with, you know. And um, and then off the back of that, I ended up getting the... Well, actually, after that finished, I started writing for other people, like pop bands, essentially. And, uh, and I wrote, wrote for a couple of artists over here that did pretty well. And then, uh, and then, and then I was at the same time as doing that, I was still teching a bit. Like, you'd, you'd just go out with friends, like if they had chores and stuff, and we'd just like um, bass tech for people. And uh, and that's then I got the the phone call out of the blue about the radio one gig, and, and they they were like, "BBC needs a needs a presenter for the rock show. Do you want to do it?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And um, it was never like a a thing that I thought I'd be doing. But um, I did a couple of pilots. I think there were like 14 people they'd approach. And it kind of got whittled down and whittled down. And been doing that ever since, like nearly 13 years now, man, which is crazy. But, yeah. Well, it's good. You built on it. I mean, uh, do you still enjoy it? Yeah, I love it, man. You know, because I still feel like that kid where it's like finding new music. And, and I think I realize having come from the other side of it, you know, like, you know, I've been in the bands that would get played on that show when it was another presenter in the past. And and we realized how, how much of an effect it had. And, you know, you'd see it with the shows growing and, and things like that. So, yeah, I feel there's a responsibility to it. So I, I, don't, I really enjoy it. So, yeah, it's cool. I get to yeah, meet we nice had people. a good time with, we had a good time with you over there at, uh, I want to say it was the, the Iowa cycle. We played the BBC, different area, different situation. It was nothing like that. But this last time, we were all together hanging out mm. over there and doing your show and, you know, doing that. That was a, that was a good time, man. The light, the crowd. Um Yeah. Normally, things like that for us are very hard because of time. We usually got to do it either before a show or on the way to a mm. show, and it's usually very inconvenienced for us. You know, it's an inconvenience. Yeah. Uh, but everyone worked that one out, and there was time, and there was a lot of you know, it was a lot of fun, man. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it was great. I think, I mean, aside from the actual the actual session itself and, and uh, you know, it was a gig. So aside from the gig, the, um, the thing that, that I was stoked on was, was afterwards walking in, in the other studio that you guys were using as a dressing room and everyone was just stoked, you know, everyone was pumped and you were all, I remember you all being like, Oh yeah, you know, this, we got, we got to start doing small shows. We should do like, and that was cool because then I felt like, you know, it was it was just cool to see it, that how pumped all you guys were on it, and um, yeah, yeah it, was, it, it was amazing to see. It used to be really hard in the old days because in the old days when you're nobody, you agree because of your dream, and of course I'd do it all over again. I wouldn't change a thing, but 
you know, you sign a, a million posters, you do a million interviews, you do any show that will take you, regardless if morally you don't like it or not. I mean, you, you make some go away that are just don't make sense and are bad, but you usually end up doing yeah. everything. And because you're doing everything, there's not a lot of time to, like, dial in. You're just supposed to be expected to be on fire and thunder and lightning and go and you know you do you strike the bell once in a while and and then if you stay in the game and you're there forever you look back and you're like wow you know look how young we are and it doesn't matter that the sound didn't work and it's all part of this system that we've created you know uh but yeah. it is really nice on those sorts of controlled environments that have lots of other people that aren't part of the organization who are you know, a lot of people might not know that, like, the guy running the soundboard can't be our soundboard. It's got to be a union guy, you know. But yeah. if everybody talks and everybody's human and cool and, you know, they, they, that gentleman will take suggestions from our gentleman. And, you know, there's a friendship made and everyone wants everything to be good. Uh, but in the yeah. past, when you're nobody, there's no getting through that. It's just, you know... They're going to give you a sound Can't check. Down with it. Yeah. 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 You know, and, and so it becomes very frustrating for bands because, you know, usually things are in our control of how we would like to show our art and how we would like you to receive it. And then when you get all these other people involved, you know, the perception becomes very different and that can really horrify yeah. an artist. Uh, so, yeah, again, that was a pleasure because there was time. Everybody wanted it to be great. There was a lot of communication, and it shows. <clears throat> and in the end, it was just fabulous. So it was a good yeah, time, man. Yeah, thank you. Great. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, thank you for doing it. We were stoked. So, yeah, well, it, it's uh, crazy, isn't it? It is. It is. I mean, I, I I tell people around here that I was in Italy two weeks before the sh you know all everything went whatever. Twenty thousand people, mm. Italy, crazy, shirts off, sweat, slamming. You know, hmm. business as usual. You know, uh, you know. Three weeks later, people are like, "Italy closed." I'm like, "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah. You know, I just uh, so it's all. But you know what, man? I can feel it. Life, but you know, life is life. You know, and regardless if it's going to go on in a healthy way or a bad way, it's going to go on. And it's going to line itself out somehow. We don't really know the answers yet, but uh, I think if everybody's just positive, you know, it's uh, I'll see you again. I know that in my heart. I know that I'll be over there playing. Yeah, for I, mean, sure. I, I just don't know. I try not to beat myself up and try to really get on when that is. I don't want to be waiting for a, a day, you know, that'd be heartbreaking. Yeah. So I'm just trying to live. So do you have a lot of family around you or – How's that working? No, not no, not really. Actually, like, um, uh, no, most of my family lives quite a way away. I, I say quite a way away. That's by English standards, but you know, in the US, obviously, people travel like eight hours between shows, whereas here it's like, you know, hour and a half is a long drive. But um, yeah, yeah, I've got I've got family here, but they're a way away. But it is what it is. Like we're we're super tight. Like it's just a small unit. Me, my wife, and my kids, and. Yeah, that's cool. We don't we don't hate each other yet, so that's that's nice. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> good, man. Yeah, I mean, no I'm matter what, 
being forced to be around family can never be a bad thing, even if even if we want to hurt each other. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. My youngest son recently got a girlfriend, so we have like a new family member who's over here all the time, and um, it's nice. You know, it's it's yeah. it's nice. I, I talk, and you know, <laughs> they freak out on me because they think I am something I'm not, and it's it's a good time because normally I don't have it. You know what I mean? I just don't. I, yeah. I don't really, I'm not around and everyone's walking their dogs like, you bummed out that you're not? I'm like, bro, I'm never home on June. You know, I'm like, I'm just yeah. chilling. So I don't know. Yeah. I what do you got going on tonight? Well, there you go. Yeah, it's about it's about how you view everything, right? It's finding the good in it. As, as tough as that can be to say, you know, you, you can, there's positives, there's positives in it for sure. Well, um, we'd go crazy, I, I, man, I, if we didn't. You know, we'd just go yeah. absolutely psychotic. Yeah. So you gotta yeah. find some good in it. Yeah, man. I felt I felt that um that uh that there's gonna be a lot of great things come out of this period because because people are, are and I don't mean just like on a creative front. I'm I'm hoping there'll be great art and great music that comes out of this because people have actually had the time um, to sit with themselves, which is a really important thing because, you know, as we were saying, we're so distracted all the time and we're speaking to so many other people about different things that we don't often get to actually spend time with ourselves in, in, a, in a way that, that isn't sort of this kind of weird pang of anxiety that we can often get when we're, when we're sat alone. And, um, yeah, I think, I think there's good things will come out of it, man. I hope so, anyway. I can't wait to see how many babies are born over it. Yeah. yeah Can you imagine how many kids are going to be born because of like three months of like sticking in your place? It's yeah, over. That's true. It's a baby, baby, baby boom from like just, you know, world record. You know, like I'm thinking, yeah. but maybe not. Maybe people are just like, hey, I need space. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Divorce rates have gone up, apparently. Yeah, well, but here's the deal with that. Here's the deal with that. And people are going to be mad at what I'm going to say, but you're either going to make it, and if you're not, and if you can't make it, don't be together because it's a waste of both your potentials. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of, like, the word marriage. You know, I've been married 28 years. I, My wife and I have chosen to live our lives together, but, you know, she doesn't have wife duties. I don't have husband duties. We do what we can for each other and choose to live in this life together. But she has her own life and I have to encourage her to get all that potential. And she does the same for me. So we're very lucky. And unfortunately, I know a lot of people that maybe get together for the wrong reasons. They just not enough time together or whatever. So it's always bad when the kids suffer though. You know, it's good if they get divorced, no kids, but it's horrible if there's a child involved and that learning curve isn't, you know, that's a hard one. That's just tough, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, so what are you, what are you doing? So what have you been doing? You've been doing your gardening. Yeah. You, are you making any, are you making art? Are you making like visual art or music? I mean, um, you know, I've finalized, uh, finalized look outside your window which was a a a piece of art that uh four of us completed during the all hope is gone cycle um Mm -hmm. 
different uh, collection of records, you know, a little album. Got that all completed, finally. I've held it for 10 years. Um, we were we were moving in that direction, and then I just had some time. And, man, you know, the, the album's timeless. I think people are really going to really love it. I mean, it's not what they think it is. It's just a it's – a, it's like – you know, at a studio making one album and making another one, you know, it's like both polarities. So doing that and, you know, really, really just giving to like the website and doing a lot of stuff, trying to, trying to get rid of a lot of photos and things that normally I wouldn't do and trying to get a lot more out to the world, uh, you know, art wise. And, uh, yeah. you know, but, but, uh, I go outside at six in the morning and I don't come back in till seven forty-five, eight forty-five at night. I stay out all day. Uh, we moved into a new house. I, I live on an acre and this acre is kicking my butt. I bought this land because it had a really weird hill on it with all these trees and I've ended up in this time, I've cut like a couple thousand trees down that were choking out a bunch of other trees. And yeah. so I just been, I've been trying to be physical, man. That's where, that's where I know I didn't want to lose. I didn't want to get into the game of sitting around and doing nothing and just getting in a habit of eating food that I shouldn't eat, watching shows and, not moving, so I just chose the ladder. I, I'm just outside all day hauling rocks, cutting down trees, cutting firewood, just thinking, man. But it's more about thinking, you know. We lost our daughter yeah. that year. That year anniversary came up last month, and yeah, um, it was a lot harder than I thought it would. But because of people, you know, because of because of human beings, making it very difficult. But all those human beings mm. are lovely people who were brought up fantastically and brought nothing but love to my, my family, nothing but love. And I love every one of them. But when you're reminded so much uh, days yeah. before on the day and days after, it's quite a lot of uh, thinking that goes on up and down, up and down and up and down. So that was hard. Uh, you know, and I'm only, yeah. you know, I've been telling people, I'm only talking about it a little bit now because I have to, you know, I got to celebrate my daughter's life. She was so beautiful and full of life and, um, you know, but it's taken me time to think about it and understand. Uh, I still don't, do not believe it's real, you know, so it, it gets to be tough. But So there's a lot of that. That's brought us together. A lot of family, like you said, just trying to. I don't spend a lot of time talking to anybody out of state because, you know, <clears throat> never been my style anyway, but yeah. everybody's got what they got to do. We all got to find what we got to do within our space and just to avoid finding that space by calling me on the phone. And, you know, it seems like it's, it's you know, we all need to be manual. I think just whether it's scrub the floor, get behind the toilet or vacuum or it helps. I'm not saying you're right do about it getting because, outside as well. Yeah, it just helps. I mean, I'm just, you know, who wants to take a walk, you know, or, or or follow their dog and pick up their poop in a neighbor's yard? But guess what? It helps. It really helps yeah. during this time. 
because I think a lot of people forget that we're based off a reward. You know, for example, you take your first steps to your mom and dad and they praise you like you never felt before. You pick it up. Next thing you know, you're walking within a week. You know why? Because every time you've tried, you've done a little more and the parents have gotten crazier and crazier with praise. The praise is the reward. The reward is what keeps you going. Right now, I think a lot of us don't feel any reward. We're worried about the practical monetary things, the bills, all that stuff. I mean, it's, it is a concern. Don't get me wrong, 100%. Yeah. But we need to reward ourselves. Maybe you don't take a walk ever. So you tell yourself, I'm going to walk one mile. And if you do it, you will feel good about yourself because you set a goal and you will get a reward from it. And if you can get addicted to rewarding yourself, you know, it can really help time. But that's, that's just how I approach things. Not everybody's going to approach things like that or even want to or whatever, but that's, I'm just trying to give myself little rewards all day to keep focused in a positive way because I, I could easily get depressed and get into bed and sleep more and, or try to sleep and these sort of things. So yeah, but just trying to be manual, my friend. That's, manual. that's probably why you're doing the way you are, you, you know, doing the things that you do. Because I think most people in a creative space are that way inclined, and that's how they've ended up making art, making music, writing. You know, that they, it those, um, that's the reaction to that thing that we that we all have inside us. I think that's that's how how we're drawn to making these things. You know. Yeah. yeah, painting or a song or, yeah. Well, I did, I'm very interested in to see all the work that you, I think for me, see, I'm very interested in all the work you've done since you've had to be at home. I'm not interested mm. in it being a collection of, hey, this was done during this time. You see what I'm saying? Because mm. th- there's stuff that goes on in the world, maybe not this heavy, but heavy. Right. And it doesn't deter us away from what we do. But what I started doing was I told myself I was going to write one poem, draw one picture and take one Polaroid every day and stick it in a baggie. But the big thing is is get the time and the date on it. That's the big thing. Make sure the date. So every day I do that and I throw it in a baggie and I have a drawer that's stuffed with baggies. And I've (laughs) stopped a month ago. But man, Hmm. that drawer was just stuffed with baggies. And that helped me understand the time. I don't want to give the time credit. I want to give myself credit. So I'm very interested in what you had, you know, what you've done. You should look at it, you know, from beginning to end and and look at it as a collection. I bet you there's a lot there, a lot there. Yeah, I guess so. It's getting there. Like I, I'm, I'm always beating myself up over stuff, so I'll paint over things and, and whatnot. But, um, you know, there's some good stuff. There's some bad stuff, but that's just the way it is. It doesn't really matter. There's, there's no real... Um, end to it there's no sort of end game I mean maybe I'll do a show at some point but it doesn't it doesn't matter it's just about um, I find the whole thing about painting super meditative and I and I um, you know you and I have talked about about this stuff in the past that that um, without getting too hokey about it and it turns a lot of people off but it's something I always end up talking about in my podcast um, about the spiritual element of, of making work whatever that work may be with the people and, and um and and 
you know, most people feel slightly uncomfortable talking about that at first. But if if you sat with someone and they realise that, I don't know, that you're very open about that stuff and, and they feel a lot more uh, happier opening up about it. And and I and I don't think there's been anyone that I've spoken to on that podcast yet that that hasn't agreed with that. That there is a there is a spiritual element, and that can be. However, however, anyone wants to view spirituality with, within whatever lens that they feel comfortable with, but that um, when you're making art, there is there is something meditative about it, and it can be quite like you could view it as as sort of interacting with something which is a bit more numinous than, than normal daily life. But um, I don't know. That that's how I find it. So so whether or not a piece of art is successful or whether a song is decent, it doesn't really matter because because it's as much about making it the the, the process of of making something. You know, it's like when you're when you're in amongst it, time just totally compresses and feels um outside of regular time. You know, you can you can have your head down working on something and, and you're so focused on it and all of a sudden hours have passed. And um uh, I, I think that's, that's, what, that's kind of a special thing. That's what the apps and the programs are trying to make you believe they offer. And that's why we're so yeah. worried about the future because you get stuck in the possible potential of this fantasy that could be you. But uh, the manual sense of you, whether it's gearing a wrench in a car, putting a paintbrush on a, a canvas, putting a pen down to paper, so on and so forth, that you disappear. You really disappear. Kind of like we watch people disappear in phones now. And it's scary, but I agree with you. It's very uh, music and any photography, painting, anything that I do makes me cry more than people can make me cry. Because I'll just be putting so much emotion into something and then it'll just come to a head and I'll lose it for a brief moment because everything I'm thinking is becoming everything I'm seeing. And then it's surrounding me and it's overwhelming because it becomes true. And then I shed a tear and someone's like, what's going on? And then I'm boom, I'm out. I I saved myself. But yeah, it's very spiritual. It's uh, I've always told people music's the only God I've known because it's the only thing that's always been there for me. And it doesn't even need to be playing for me to enjoy it. If I'm in a fight with my wife, yeah. I can get in my car. I got music. I got music all day, every day, in my head, out of my head. And it's the only thing in this thing called reality that's always been there and never turns back on me. Not that people I love more than anybody else uh, have ever turned their back on me, but I'm just saying <clears throat> coming into the world alone and leaving the world alone, it's nice to know you had something that was there for you in your times of need. And music is that for me. Yeah, I agree. Do you ever think about when you're making stuff that, um, not an obligation, but uh, about uh, something like a legacy that you're that you're going to leave behind that will be that thing? Is, you know, because you can look at it that um, music and art can be can be almost like a form of it, like immortality in a sense that people will you know, hopefully be discovering things that, that have gone before. You know, we listen to records now or 
read a book that was written 150 years ago or, or, or whatever, and, and that that person is still there in that sense, and they still have that ability to to move you. That's that's yeah, a really very, special thing. Special thing, I think. Very important. Do you think about yeah. it? I I think that that's that's uh, that's everything I do. I don't do anything other than that. I have always said mm. that I'm never going to be understood until I'm long, 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 long gone. You know, so I just put it all in, man. I put it all in. I know this because people don't even ask me questions. I've never even been asked about the, the, the co- album cover, the very first album cover. No one's ever been like, tell me about this. You know, I find yeah. that fantasy. I find that uh, uh, just fascinating I'm just, that no one would be like, but everyone's so driven by it and so amazed by it. I used to hear people would say, you know, I would hear the song played and then someone would show me the album cover and I'd be like, what the fuck? And then I'd see the band and everything made sense. So if the album yeah. cover had such an impact on you while listening, how come you're not asking about the album cover? You know what I mean? I'm just saying no one does that. Yeah. They just, And it's like, how could you yeah, ever then, understand but, me? Go ahead. No, I was going to say because for a lot of, for a lot of bands, um, they're not as invested in every facet of what they do as much as you are with with your band. I think I think that's fair to say because a lot of times um, bands, you know, I, I look through albums now that I got, and there there are albums that I, that sort of set me on the path and and sort of shaped my musical taste. And I, and I looked at them and would just be like, whoa, that's a cool cover, and that that's sometimes enough, but. There are artists that are, that are thinking through every single facet of that, and and a lot of times maybe people don't get that because they're just like, oh, that's cool, that that works, you know. Yeah, no, I I agree with you, but I mean, I'm agreeing with you in the sense also that you know I put so much of the lesson you called it a lesson, I put so much of those metaphors and those lessons and try not to preach try not to dictate these sort of things, just try to love and, and give, I guess, my opinion, my temperature, my color, maybe something that could help someone. Uh, I try to do that in everything, and it is in there. For example, the reason why I bring up the first album cover is because the first album cover was done in solid blackness. I mean, I think that's important. I think that's important for the yeah. world to know that our very first photo you ever saw of us was done in the solid, dark garage with a photographer rolling around with a flash, lighting what he wanted to see. You know, so if there's an edge on that yeah, and you can wild. feel it, you know, if there's an edge on that photo and it makes you feel something, maybe there's a reason. Well, the reason is it was done in solid darkness, like us at that time. So yeah. I let it go. You know, I let it go. Someone will find out sooner or later and it'll mean something to them, but they feel it. They feel it as they're going through it. And that's good enough yeah. for me. I don't need to tell anybody anything, yeah. but I'm, I believe what you said. I do put the lesson in everything I do and I'm fine with that. I'll be long gone before anyone um, sees different things, hears different things Maybe it helps them, maybe it doesn't. I don't know, but yeah, I do agree with you. Yeah, it's a weird one though, man, because when you're when you're putting so much into something and 
it, it gets skimmed and and for for some people that's enough i guess that's life right like some people just want to skim through it and, and take everything on the surface and then there are other people that, that want to have like a deep dive and, and get involved and really find out every sort of minutia of something and, and why is this this way and you know i mean that everyone's different in that sense i guess but um do you ever feel like you you want to offer that up when you feel like it's been missed or you have i don't to, I don't because I was uh because it, was, like you said it still has an effect. Yeah, it still has an effect and it might not it, it has an effect and it has an effect their way and that's what's important. For me, I had yeah. a band that I loved. I love this band. I love this artist. Had this incredible one of a kind album. It's about a girl, let's just say years later a person's doing an interview, they're like, Who's the girl? He's like, There's no girl ruined me ruined me don't listen to that album anymore not because i don't like the artist it's just that it it really cut a cord it cut the umbilical cord of what it was what it was to me because i couldn't help but take the artist serious and listen to what he was saying in order to understand his art more but I made a decision then and there that I don't want to know anything from anybody about anything. I want my God to be my God. I don't want opinion. Don't yeah. dress it up. Don't hand deliver it. I'll choose what I want, when I want, how I want, as much of it as I want. And please do not explain it because I don't ever want it to change. So with me, again, there's so many of us and there's so much going on. There's so much, man. That uh, I guess I get a yeah. kick just watching everybody try to figure it out. I guess that's I guess that's where yeah. the love is now because I'm not going to tell anybody anything, and everybody it means something to everybody anyway. And why would I ever take that away from them? And that's what was kind of taken yeah. away that day. That person explained it. Not his fault. My fault. Shouldn't have been listening. I want to know who it is now. Who is it? What's that? Who was it? Uh, who, what, who, so who is this? Oh, yeah, but you gotta, you gotta, to you gotta understand. You gotta understand. You gotta understand how it is. It's got nothing to do with the person, the band, the albums before, right. the albums after. Nothing. Just this one particular album that I was young growing up with, and it just I was, you know, I was in it. it you know, I was in it every yeah. day. In it, in it, in it, and I'm still in it. I still love it. In fact, my son was just telling me he loved one of the songs the other day. Uh, anyway, it was a pretty hate machine. Ah, okay. Okay, cool. It was pretty hate yeah, machine. And uh, I want to say it was, uh, you know, like, just all the songs that are on the latter part of the album. You know, Terrible Lie. These, these, these things, yeah. and the thing is, is I had a very serious girlfriend at the time, and we were breaking up all the time, and that album got me through it. Man. It's, like, it's like the whole thing was my life, and then years, just over a decade, you know, like we're talking about, like in the fragile period. He's just having a reminiscence interview, and he's, you know, they're like, "Is there a particular girl?" And he's like, "No, there's not a particular girl. It's just." It's all girls, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, what? <laughs> it's got to be about one crazy woman, you know, because this, 
this one to me is see what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? It's not I didn't cut the cord yeah. from him yeah. or anything, so nobody can get the wrong idea here. It's just I was I was hurt because I was like, damn, I wanted to believe that. But in sense, like you yeah. said, it's it's a metaphor for all of it. So he's obviously been through it and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get it. All right, interesting. So, I'm going to have to listen to that record again later. <laughs> oh, it's heavy, man. Right. The whole album is heavy from beginning to end. It's just one thought process in my head. And I was so, it was so located in my brain at that time. I mean, over and over and over and over. And that's when I was really getting into music, you know, ministry and just going deep, man. Like anything I yeah. could get, skinny, skinny puppy, still scariest music ever. Uh, too dark punk. <laughs> yeah. I used to get a 12, my parents go out of town, I get a 12 pack of tall boys, put a bandana on my head, air guitar, skinny puppy. And at some point I turn it off and go to the front door and go, hello? Like, is anybody here? <laughs> Fucking album is just brutal. Like you get in your skin, and you're like, I'm gonna be murdered right now. <laughs> I love music, man. I love it. I love music. I love it. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, sure. Well, hey, we'll be talking real soon again. Um, I really appreciate yeah, you getting on with me right, and know. trying to do I, I something a little I, different. No, it's, it's, it's been, it, yeah, it's been good to me because, um, you know, often when we get to see each other, it's, it's very often it's like, uh, it's kind of like a work. This is this is work now. And it's nice to just like um, sit and have a conversation that, that's not got like a, a like a driven agenda to it. It's, it's cool, man. Well, that's the basis of my show, if it's even a show. It's a way for me to talk to people that I like about things we would never do because when I walk in the door, there's people around me, there's people around you, people got passes, there's all these bullshit rules people want to enforce. And then I get tired, I got to sleep, and it, hardly anything ever works out for any of us ever on a real way. And I've just gotten to a point in my life where I want to try to attempt to change that a little bit. So this was nice for me. Yeah. too and you know like everybody i talk to i'm gonna try to get with them again so we can build on it and be a little more comfortable the second time and we know a little bit more what we're doing who knows we'll talk about golf i doubt it but maybe we will you know what i mean <laughs> yeah man all right nice all right well give your family my love and hey man everybody over there that i know that you know tell them i said what's up and keep your head up man and i'm here if you need me and we'll talk real soon brother all right. Thank you. Take care. All right, man. Thank you. Peace. Bye.